This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Kenyan Wall Street Podcast. This is the Startup Show. My name is Ali Mwakaneno Gakweli. And uh, today we want to talk about agricultural insurance, specifically um, how we can leverage or how uh, some companies are leveraging block- the blockchain technology to um, drive agricultural insurance in Kenya. And um, I'm sitting with two people from Etherisk. I'm sitting with Jan Stockhausen and uh, Mikhail Verende. Jan is the chief legal architect at Etherisk and Mikhail is the chief inclusive officer. And uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good Hi. morning or good afternoon to everybody. Hi, Mwakaneno. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. So maybe just, just to get to know each other, can you tell me a little bit of um, what Etherisk does at a global scale? All right. Well, um, Etherisk um, is actually a... a decentralized insurance ecosystem and we have multiple entities and together we have developed a decentralized open source insurance platform uh, based on the ethereum blockchain and the solution that we have developed we have called that the generic insurance framework or the gif and what this this platform makes possible is to digitize insurance products. And, and the best use case of applying also blockchain technology is with parametric insurance products. So products that um, base uh, claims payments on data that you can collect uh, from, from online sources, for example. And the, the platform itself um, makes it possible to completely automate the whole life cycle of an insurance policy through smart contracts. And, and what a smart contract is, we will talk about that in a minute, I, I would assume. But uh, what it makes possible is to reduce, because of the automation, the operational costs of insurance and also increase the speed of transactions and create a much better transparency around the decisions that are made. And together with my colleague who is sitting next to me, Jan Stockhausen, uh, we had within the E-Risk ecosystem, E-Risk Impact. And, and that focuses on inclusive insurance or insurance in emerging markets, targeting, for example, smallholder farmers. And uh, we also run the project with, with Acre Africa in Kenya. Which is something that I would really, really love to discuss as, as the podcast goes, but then I am what people would describe to you as a layperson. So you might have to break down some terms for me. What is parametric insurance? Well, parametric insurance is basically an insurance contract which um, which works on a set of um, predetermined parameters. Um, like he was just explaining, uh, it basically works with data sets. Um, so rather than um, assessing damage, like in the case of normal indemnity insurance, um, you would work on um, um, uh, the data that you receive from, uh, from data sources and determine whether or not um, statistically, the damage is to be expected, and you pay out on that basis rather than actually assessing the damage uh, on the ground. Um, in the case of weather index insurance, this would basically mean that rather than uh, if you're insuring the crop of a farmer, 
um, rather than traditionally um, you would send an insurance claim assessor out, um, he would go onto the field and see how much crop of the farmer is actually damaged. And in the case of a parametric insurance, you basically say, okay, um, the farmer is, his field is in this location. We know that the weather data um, in this season was uh, such, and there was maybe too much rain or too little rain. So excess rainfall or drought. And you have certain set triggers for this. Um, and you say, okay, um, if you, if there's, uh, I don't know, so many days of, uh, of no rainfall, then this um, classifies as a drought and the farmer will have to expect uh, a damage to his crop uh, of uh, um, this percentage. And um, you then basically take these statistics and, and say you pay out um, uh, 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 a claim on, on that, uh, or you make a payout on that level, uh, on that basis. You basically say, okay, um, the, statistically, the farmer expects after this type of weather, he expects this type, uh, this much damage, and we're just going to pay it rather than um, sending someone in the field um, uh, to assess the damage. So this makes the insurance um, a lot um, cheaper because you can uh, process the claims with a lot less uh, human involvement. And it also makes this type of insurance a perfect use case for uh, digital insurance products, and especially uh, based on black blockchain technology. What I think, what I'd like to add over here, that we, for example, use weather data that we can collect from satellites or weather stations with sensors in the field that are also uh, connected to the internet or connected through mobile phones or mobile networks and transfer this information. And that is the kind of data we're looking for. To get clarity here, what you're trying to say is uh, parametric insurance is more probabilistic in nature in that it covers the, the probability of, you know, a certain predefined event happening and sort of calculates the, the, the payout in that predefined scheme. And the payout is triggered by the occurrence of that event. So, for example, um, a certain adverse change in, in weather pattern in the case of agricultural insurance. Is that right? Yes. And... And perhaps also to, to make a sidestep to outside agriculture insurance. So what we also have done is we do, for example, flight delay insurance. And as you know, the, the information about arrival times and departure times of airplanes, is, that is publicly available data. And based on that information, you could also define if a flight has been delayed with 15 minutes or 30 minutes or 45 minutes. And based on that information, you could execute a payment and something similar you could do for weather data. Maybe something that I'd like us to, you know, illuminate more light here is, uh, is the blockchain aspect. And um, when you say that Etherisk um, utilizes the, the Ether blockchain technology, what do you exactly mean? Um, I think one of the things is that, um, should we dive a little bit about also the basics of blockchain technology or would you like to move to smart contracts immediately? No, I prefer that you dive in into a little bit on the, on the blockchain technology and then we can proceed to smart contracts. Of course. So in short, blockchain technology or sometimes also called as distributed ledger technology is in, in, in a way a, a decentralized digital database or a digital ledger. And the information that is stored in this database is not stored in, at one central point, 
but at several points simultaneously. And once this information is at all these same locations, there is consensus about the data. Everybody sees the same data and knows that this data is correct. Once this data is on uh, the blockchain, for example, a transaction. And once it is on the blockchain, it's not possible to change this data without consensus. And this removes the need for an intermediary, like a bank that is verifying the transactions. And because of that fact, it becomes possible also, as I always use the example, to program money. And when you start programming money or assets, then you speak about smart contracts. And the Ethereum blockchain is actually a, is also the first blockchain where you can program smart contracts on chain. And so when you create this smart contract, you can, a smart contract is like a if then rule. And, and then also the example I often use is the one of a, a vending machine. You have a vending machine with a number of products in it. You can select one product. And if you put in enough money, you can select this product and the product will come out automatically. So here you have removed the need for a person behind the counter. A smart contract is the advanced version of the vending machine, but now you can do this with assets as money. And then you can create a smart contract. So if a certain amount of rain has fallen, then a payment must be made. Or if a certain period of drought has occurred, then a payment will be made. So it is a smart contract is a, a series of if then rules. In the, in the life cycle of an insurance policy, we could say, well, if a certain premium has been paid, then automatically the policy will be issued. And, and so you can go from the moment that premium is collected to the moment that a payment is made to a farmer. And in, in Kenya, you have the great opportunity to also connect that to M-Pesa. And then you have a fully automated process and removing the need of people in this process uh, up to a very minimum level. And therefore you can make insurance much cheaper and more affordable also for small farmers. Right, now, now that I have a better grasp of uh, what smart contracts and, and blockchain um, fits into the big picture, how does it look like from, uh, from an insurance point of view before we delve into agriculture insurance? How does insurance um, using smart contracts um, differ from traditional insurance specifically in terms of the benefits it uh, it provides for the insured parties so if you take an, an traditional insurance contract uh, or an, an insurance policy you will note that um, it also follows the if then logic that uh, michiel just described um, so it also has um, a, a normally if this event occurs then uh, insurance payment will be ma made provided that you've paid the premium. And this logic can be essentially translated into computer code. Um, it's essentially an insurance smart contract. Then you basically can automate the entire life cycle of an insurance product um, um, with these uh, smart contracts which, which describe the entire um, business process behind the, the insurance policy. So um, perhaps um, We'll explain this to you on the basis of the, um, the example or the use case 
that we've developed together with Acre Africa in Kenya. So um, the way um, it works there is basically the farmer can sign up uh, for the insurance product uh, from his feature phone. The insurance product is uh, distributed through a network of farm input suppliers and experienced farmers in the communities, which they call village champions. Um, every time the farmer buys a bag of seeds, this will include a scratch card. And the scratch card has an, a USSD code on it. Um, when the farmer goes to his field to plant the seeds for the season, he can uncover this US uh, this this this, uh, this card uh, this code on the card, and he can um, register the code using his uh, using the uh, USSD function of his feature form. Basically, by SMS, he can send the code and sign up for the insurance. Um, and the basic insurance premium is uh, paid, um, and it's included in the price of the seat. So essentially, they refer to this as a freemium model. And um, the farmer can then top up or make top up payments in order to increase his cover through uh, M-Pesa. Um, once he's uh, sent this uh, USSD code um, through the uh, by SMS, he will um, uh, be registered by the platform, and his insurance policy will be activated. And then the um, the smart contracts of the um, generic insurance framework will be tracking. The local weather in his location which we know because we can triangle his position when he is planting his seeds at that moment um, and then we will uh, um, we will track the local weather throughout the season and as soon as um, the parameters for a drought or for um, uh, for excess rainfall are met um, the smart contract can make uh, a payment uh, immediately like he was saying the data source we use in this case is the ARC2 data satellite, but there is a myriad of um, weather sources that are becoming available and uh, a lot of people are, are doing um, really uh, very groundbreaking work on discovering new sources. So um, the one of the advantages of this type of product is that it will be incredibly accurate with, with more data sources coming online. Um, yeah, so this is... Um, this is how it works, and uh, as you can imagine, since the whole process is digitized, um, the payments um, can be made incredibly fast. And, and this was one of the main problems that farmers had with with traditional insurance or non-digital insurance, because it's uh, um, the payouts would take sometimes three months, sometimes even six months. We've heard of other insurance uh, companies that took up to two years to make payments. So. I guess it's needless to say that for a farmer who loses his crop in a season, um, they don't work with a very uh, um, a large capital basis. They need uh, the insurance payment as soon as possible so they can maybe plant, replant in that season and save the season or at least um, uh, be able to prepare for the next season. If they don't have any, any cash to do that, they, uh, um, they go into a downward spiral and have to rely on... on uh, um, uh, on informal money lenders and, uh, and, and this kind of service and, and that, that is normally um, uh, traps them in a, in, in a poverty cycle. So we, um, we can make a huge difference by making the payments um, a lot faster. Um, 
in the in the in the season that we've just closed in Kenya, um, we were able to make the first payments during the season. So before the actual end of the season, we were already starting to make payments to the farmers, which uh, which is of course to uh, compare to what was uh, known to the farmers hitherto uh, um, unheard of. There's two things that I've that I've noticed just based on uh, this interaction and me reading about Ethereum online and. Uh, one of the claims that you have is rightly so you are making agricultural insurance more more affordable and um, we we both know that affordability is one of the key barriers when it comes to insurance um period and agricultural insurance in this case and um you were looking to make insurance premiums um in small installments as low as 50 cents how do you balance between you know making the, the the premiums here affordable and as friendly as possible to the farmers and being able to you know making um beneficial payouts on time from more from a financial and cost perspective well um w- one thing um uh, maybe to to make that clear etherisk is uh, basically the technology platform that allows um insurance uh, companies and insurance services providers such as Acre Africa to deliver their insurance products uh, much faster and much more efficiently. And it, it has the potential to achieve a lot of uh, cost reductions by uh, digitizing the product and, and, and relying on less human resources um, by um, obviously uh, it, it makes it a lot faster and a lot more transparent. So, so this is what we make possible. Um, what needs to be clear is that um, we do not design the insurance product. So the insurance product itself, that's designed by the experts or the actuarial team at, uh, in this case, uh, at Acre Africa. And what we do is we take an existing insurance product with all its calculations and parameters, and we put that onto the blockchain and uh, digitize it. So we don't um, uh, necessarily get involved with um, the calculations of um, how much premium do you need to charge to to still be financially viable? Um, uh, that is um, something that Acre Africa would would be doing, I believe, and and uh, they have insured I think over 1.7 million farmers uh, uh, since uh, Acre Africa has come into existence a few years ago. So um, so they're very successful at what they're doing, and they are reaching out to a, a, a large number of farms. Based on your previous answer, so in this relationship between you and Acre Africa, what you mostly have is the platform side of things and then they they handle the insurance side of things yes that's correct uh, i think in this uh, the context that we normally operate is we work with multiple parties right and in, in the acre africa case we have acre africa who's the the lead partner to develop and provide and distribute the, the insurance product they have also the relationship with the local insurance companies in, in Kenya and the reinsurance companies. Uh, then we work with weather data suppliers. And, and in the, the Kenya case, it's ARC2 satellite data. Uh, we connect with a, a payment platform. And, and, and in, in this case, it is the, the M-Pesa platform. Uh, but of course, we can connect with any kinds of mobile or payment gateways. Um, we are depending in, in on the distribution network, and, and the, which is, for example, the farm input suppliers or village champions. So it is an ecosystem 
that you need to be able to deliver the insurance product. What, what our platform does is it allows to, to connect all these various players on the system and where we, thanks to blockchain technology, offer a single source of truth, right? That is blockchain technology. And um, we make it possible that all the relevant stakeholders also can see what's happening. Um, we build a trust also for the, the risk carriers that, we, that they see that the payments that are made are valid payments. We can share information with a regulator that wants to be certain that also the, the, the consumer is protected and that they are receiving a fair product. Um, in, in many cases, especially in inclusive insurance, you always see also donors involved or parties that have given grants so that they are also certain that the money that has been made available to distribute such a product is also spent in the way it's supposed to spend. So our platform creates this, what we call a trustless environment, where using the, the, the benefits of blockchain technology, you know that money that goes in the direction where it's supposed to be at a very low cost automatically, and therefore um, making insurance fair and transparent, fast. Um, yeah, that's a little bit of the context that we are operating in. Something that you mentioned earlier on the preparatory bit of this podcast was um, you've, you've, of course, reigned agriculture insurance in other parts of the world, like um, Sri Lanka for, for proof of concept. Um, how different is, uh, um, is say, the, the, the Kenyan, the East African um, agricultural market when it comes to... Uh, insurance as compared to Sri Lanka? And what are some of the things that um, you picked up uh, when you're testing the proof of concept that would perhaps benefit um, the proof of scale in this case? Um, well, we, um, to, we've, uh, as you mentioned, we, we've done a, a, a smaller scale pilot in, in Sri Lanka, and then um, we uh, had the possibility to to do uh, a much larger scale project together with Acre Africa in Kenya. And uh, we must say that uh, the experience uh, couldn't be different. Kenya um, was extremely attractive to us for this type of project because it's uh, uh, one of Africa's uh, undisputed technology hubs. Um, the workforce in Kenya that, that, uh, that we found uh, is incredibly educated, um, they are highly professional and really on the ball. Of course, it's also uh, from a time zone. It's, it was more convenient. And what was also particularly attractive for this project was the um, widespread use of mobile money in Kenya, the M-Pesa mobile payment network, um, through which we are processing uh, the premium payments and also um, uh, the, the payouts um, is, of course, um, is um, a central part of uh, of the infrastructure that we need in order to to be able to um, these policies. Last two questions as we approach the end of the podcast here is uh, based on your experience in agricultural insurance in um, in Kenya and um, and Sri Lanka. What are some of other opportunities you see? Um, in, it's still within the agricultural you know, ecosystem, like when it comes to the distribution of farm inputs or um, the collection of harvest and the distribution of payments. What are some of the other areas where the etherisk technology could benefit the ecosystem? 
Um, well, I, I think in, in general, I think it is important to know that not only in Kenya, but if you look at a global scale, uh, more than 270 million farmers um, have actually no insurance or hardly any insurance. Less than 3% of the 270 million farmers have got any form of insurance. So I think here already is a, a major opportunity of reaching those farmers who are basically also responsible of producing the food for, for the globe. Uh, so just in, in looking at what's happening right now in, in terms of climate change and climate risks, I think there's a huge gap to be filled on, on, on providing protection uh, to these farmers. And what we are looking at is how can we include the complete agricultural value chain in solving this, this problem of risk. I think right now it, there's an unfair distribution of the risk that is mostly taken by, for example, smallholder farmers, while the end consumer will find out a way to get is food. And what we will try to accomplish is that we spread this risk over the value chain from the consumer to the off takers to the producers. And I think now when you are using blockchain technology, there is a way to, to also make sure that this happens. And we're also looking at in how we can redefine the way how um, risk capital is, is made available, uh, where you see that in, in the traditional industry, um, it's very difficult to, to make this kind of capital available. Only limited parties are able to benefit in making capital available. I think by using blockchain technology, uh, we can also bring in individual investors and also find solutions that actually also a farmer himself or herself will be able to benefit of, of risk capital that's made available. Yeah, so it's, um, I think this, this is, to answer your question, to what, what other areas can we cover? This is something we are very actively working on. Um, we are looking at a, a staking model, which Michiel just uh, sort of hinted to, where basically um, investors um, from the decentralized finance community can stake um, uh, their crypto assets in order to provide risk capital in risk pools that we are managing um, with smart contracts on our platform and that will then uh, be able or these risk pools will then be able to carry or, or cover real world risks for those farmers and uh, as Michiel said it's uh, of course there's um, the problem for for um, smallholder farmers at the moment is there is they are very high, heavily dependent on climate uh, which is constantly changing and becomes more and more volatile. And uh, this is why a lot of large insurers shy away from uh, insuring them and they struggle to find uh, ways to, um, to bring insurance to those farmers that is affordable to them. Also part of it is also um, uh, that there's a lot of regulation. So the barrier to entry is, is, uh, is very high uh, for insurance business. And we are hoping to change that on the basis of of uh, decentralized uh, solutions based on staking models on the blockchain. Thank you so much, um, Healing Yan. This is all I had for this podcast. Um, it's an honor to have you on this platform and I'd love to have you guys one more time just to talk about 
some of the other um, products that Etherisk offers and um, how they could benefit the Kenyan and the African ecosystem. Uh, it's an honor for us to be on your podcast. Um, it's, 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 we've enjoyed the conversation and we love Kenya and we've, as we said, we travel to Kenya quite often at the moment and uh, uh, we couldn't be happier to, to sort of uh, be able to talk about this here in this forum. Thank you so much for having us.